Welcome back, everybody. This is the Gamblers Guild. I'm your host, Big Getz. We've got a lot of action coming up tomorrow in the NFL. It is a sad day with no Seattle game. We don't get to watch Russ this weekend. Leading MVP candidate Russ. But, nevertheless, we're going to look at five picks in our Lock It Dad segment. We're going to look at a Big Getz guarantee. We're going to cover all of the games remaining on the schedule. And let's just hop right into it. One o'clock games kicking off. We have Atlanta in Minnesota. Atlanta going to Minnesota, taking on the Vikings. Minnesota's favorites by four. Over-under set at 54.5. I, I do lean towards the under in this one. No Dalvin Cook for Minnesota. Madison did look really good against Seattle, although, to be fair, Seattle's run defense does make most people look good. Uh, Atlanta, Dan Quinn's gone for them, so this could be a resurgence. We saw it with Houston last week after O'Brien's gone. They come back and, and win against Jacksonville. Big cover for them. Is this going to happen for Atlanta? I do not think so. I think this week Minnesota takes care of business. They are, if we look at those two games you know, in a similar situation last week, Houston and Jacksonville. This week, Atlanta and Minnesota, completely different teams that you know the, the newly the newly acquired head coaches are going to be facing you know minnesota is record doesn't show it they are a formidable team kirk isn't making a whole lot of mistakes he's not getting put in position to make that many mistakes i like minnesota to cover here i think four is a good line i think they take it by a touchdown uh we will be figuring out the falcons after this week how they respond to the the new coaching situation and you know Matt Ryan does need to start playing some good quality football you know I'm not saying he has to get back to the MVP year but he, he does need to, to pick it up a little bit we'll figure out Atlanta next week I do like Minnesota this week to cover I'm expecting a big game from Madison uh, in in Dalvin Cook's absence so gonna probably be looking at yards on that game Next game, Baltimore and Philly. Baltimore, nine and a half points. They are going to Philly. Now, a couple of things. One, when you play Baltimore, then you know they, they do beat you up a little bit. Very similar thing happens when you play the Steelers. The Steelers do beat you up a little bit. It's a very physical game. Philly, not as healthy as Baltimore. Baltimore loves to run the ball. Philly's not that great at stopping the run, and their back end of their defense is banged up, so Lamar could have a huge, huge game. Uh, it, it just feels like it's a great matchup for Baltimore here. On the defensive side of the ball, they are very good against the run, and that Philly offensive line is hasn't done really... Uh, they've been doing an abysmal job of protecting Carson Wentz, and Baltimore can get after the quarterback. That's something that their defense does do really well. So... I like Baltimore to cover here. I'm thinking this is like a 14-point game, so we're getting 9.5. Uh, the over-under is at 46.5, leaning towards the over here. I think Baltimore is going to put up 30-plus, and you know Philly will get a couple of touchdowns here. So I like the over to hit, and I like Baltimore to cover the spread. All right, Chicago going to Carolina in our next matchup. Carolina's favorites by 1.5. The over-under set at 44.5. It feels like it's really easy to pick Carolina here. Uh, can Foles keep playing well? Can the 
Can the Bears keep playing well? I'm not sure. I do like the home team here. Uh, they do get extra rest coming off of a Thursday night game, but Teddy Bridgewater's been playing well. You know, it, it looks like they're filling in the gaps without Christian McCaffrey. I'm leading Carolina here pretty much solely because they're home. And in this game, I, I don't I am leaning over, but Chicago has shown that you know, some games some games they'll just lay a duck and you know, put up almost no points. I, I I'm kinda leaning towards the over there as well though. Because Carolina does score, so this could be a very high paced game. And if that's the case, we, we look for a lot of points. So I do like the over here and I'm leaning Carolina to cover that one and a half. Next game up, Cincinnati going to Indianapolis, taking on the Colts. Colts are favorites by a touchdown and a half. Seven and a half for the Colts. Over-unders at 46. Now, Indy is obviously the better team here. And like I mentioned before during the Baltimore game, you know, since he, if you play Baltimore or Pittsburgh, you come off, you come up the next weekend kind of banged up. Since he let Joe Burrow get absolutely obliterated against Baltimore, uh, I'm thinking there's going to be a big game for Jonathan Taylor for Indy. The Bengals are giving up 160 yards per game on the ground. Indy does like to run the ball, and I think Frank Reich will be trying to put Rivers in the best position possible to succeed this week. So I'm expecting a big game out of Jonathan Taylor. I think they're going to come out and establish that they're going to run the ball. And that's going to open up some play action for them. That's going to open up, you know, easy throwing lanes for Rivers. And if you do get in that situation with a veteran quarterback, he's going to be able to read the D, check you out of plays. And when you have the defense on their heels, that's something that a vet like Rivers can exploit. Since he's O-line is absolutely terrible too. Uh, Joe Burrow's gotten hit 70 plus times already in, in five games. So, I, I think Indy's going to be able to get over it. Darius Leonard is still out, but that I mean that game last week against Cleveland, Indy should have never even been in that game. They stuck around. Defense made a couple big plays. I think they're going to make even more big plays this weekend. And since he's just going to have a hard time really getting anything off to a jump start, and it, once they fall behind and the defense can start pinning their ears back. Joe Burrow almost has zero chance. So I like Indy to cover by at least a touchdown. This is, to me, feeling like a 13-point game, a 10-point game, and we're getting 7.5, so I do like that. I'm also leaning towards the under solely because of how unreliable Cincy's offense has been. I, I do want to see Burrow pop off one of these games. I just don't think it's going to be this one. The next game up might be just the best game of the weekend. It's certainly the best game of this 1 o'clock time slot. It's the game that I will be watching very closely. I have it on the, the main TV. And that's the Cleveland Browns coming into Pittsburgh. Taking all my Steelers. Steez are minus 3.5. Yeah, over field goal favorites on them. The over-under set at 50.5 on this game. And just, we got a 4-0 Steelers team. We got a 4-1 Cleveland team. It's... We really haven't had this kind of matchup in the AFC North really in forever. I mean, sure, we're used to seeing Baltimore and Pittsburgh duke it out, but to have three teams that have a combined two losses, you know, that that rarely happens in the AFC North. It's exciting that they're back. But I do like the Steelers here to cover. 
So when we look at this game, we have uh, what do the Steelers do really well? Their run defense, their front seven is probably the best part of the team. Then if we look at Cleveland, what's the best thing that they do? They run the football. Their best part of their team is their run game. Stefanski running that zone-blocking zone run scheme is the best thing that they do. I do, however, give the edge to Pittsburgh simply because no one has shown that they've been able to run on them. They Miles Sanders gave up, had one big run in the Eagles game. The rest of their rushing yards combined for only 20. So, you know, if, if Kareem Hunt breaks out a big a big run and, you know, that's the majority of where their rush yards are coming from, there's no way Cleveland's going to win this game. Baker, what Baker needs to do is he needs to be able to have time to, you know, run the play action, you know, sit back, read the defense, make the safe throws, make the easy throws. And what does Pittsburgh do exceptionally well? They pressure the quarterback. So he's not going to get that time. And when he doesn't get that time, he makes mistakes. You have two edge rushers coming from both sides. So it's going to be tough for him to get out of the pocket. I think the Steelers' D is can take over this game. But it will be it will be close. And if we also look at you know the, the offensive side of the ball for Pittsburgh, you know, Big Ben owns the Brownies. He's like 22 and like 23 and 2 and 1 all time against Cleveland. And just in October, the Steelers seem like they put everything together in October. They usually come out and and dominate dominate teams in October. Claypool is getting the start cuz Deontay Johnson's out. DeCastro is out too. So that could hurt the Steelers because they the Browns do have Miles Garrett on the other side and he's playing absolutely out of his mind too he's i think he has like 31 sacks in 30 games in his career so he's he can get after the quarterback he can change the game if he gives cleveland two extra possessions i think they can win however ben does look like he's playing some of the best football in his career he has the highest completion percentage in his year or in his career the only thing that i want to see more of is some deep shots and Watching Chase Claypool last Sunday, and then if we look at Sunday night, we get to see DK Metcalf. Now, Metcalf is a little bit faster than Claypool, but very similar wide receiver. Very similar route running abilities. Uh, very similar. They do have similar speed, and they, they can take the top off. I want to see Ben take the top off of this defense. The Cleveland secondary is not that formidable. It's, it's probably the weakest point of their defense. So I want to see the Steelers take advantage of that. But again, if Miles Garrett can get in there and disrupt this and, and not let them get down the field, it could be a long day for Ben. But I do like the Steelers to cover. And the next game we have the Denver Broncos going to Foxborough, taking on Cam Newton, finally back after the COVID list. He's back and playing. He's, he's COVID negative. Uh, Belichick coming off of a loss is usually very, very good. They got smoked by Kansas City. They got smoked by Kansas City last week. And, you know, not just Belichick, but usually when good teams come off of bad losses, the next week they end up dominating teams. Now, if you couple that with they have their starting quarterback back, they have, you know, 
on their defensive side of the ball, that a Belichick run defense dominates young QBs. And Drew Locke coming back, not 100% after the rib injury against the Steelers. I like New England to cover here. Their favorites by eight and a half. That is a big line. I'm thinking this is going to be maybe like a like a 14, 17 point victory though for New England. If Denver Denver's going to need to get enough stops to keep it close. I don't know if they can do that. I like New England to cover here. Over is set at 44 and a half. Uh, I mean, that's not a lot. I'm leaning towards the over here. Usually if it's around that 44, 43, 42 number, I'm always leaning the over. There is one exception to that rule that I, we have coming up. But for New England and Denver, I like I like the, the over to hit here, and I like New England to cover. Detroit and Jacksonville is next. Detroit going down to Florida. Going down to Jacksonville. In the heat, on the road, they're favorites by three. I do like them to cover just because they're the better team. And if Jacksonville can score first, I think we can hammer the, the Lions. I think we can hammer them on the money line. We should get pretty good odds on that. I like the minus three to start. The over set at 54.5. Leaning towards the over on this one as well. Both of these teams have put up points this year. Uh, the only thing that I'm concerned about is it is going to be a very hot day down in Jacksonville and, and in Florida in general. So can Detroit come from the fall weather, the October weather that they're practicing in? They are a dome team. Can they move into the heat? And are they conditioned enough to stay with Jacksonville? If they are, I do like them to cover but if the fatigue gets them, I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville covers. I, I think that's why the, the spread is only three. I would, if this was a at a neutral site, I would have Detroit at maybe minus like six, six and a half. So I do like them to win by at least, by like a touchdown. It's just if that heat gets to them, that's where we can get into some trouble. Our next one o'clock game, we have Houston going to Tennessee, taking on the Titans. Coming off of a very short week, the Titans are favorites by three and a half. And I think that's why the line is only at three and a half is because it was such a short week. Although we've seen the Titans not being able to practice for two weeks, not being able to go into their facility for two weeks and absolutely trounce the Buffalo Bills. So maybe this week they, they took things easy. I like them by at least a touchdown. Uh, maybe maybe 10 or 14. I think Derrick Henry is going to get rolling again. They're the home team. I like the home team. Houston did have a comeback performance to get the ball back on track against Jacksonville last week. I just think the Titans are on a whole nother level than what they've been, you know, the one with what Houston faced last week, and that was a pretty close game down to the, down to the end. There was a couple of mistakes that Jacksonville made that really put it away for them. I like Tennessee to cover over set at 53 and a half i do like this over to hit as well uh, i can see i can see the titans i can see houston putting up 14 or 17 and the titans putting up a 30 spot on them so i, I do like i do like the over to hit and i like tennessee to cover the three and a half and our last one o'clock game i think the only people watching this one are going to be the diehards of these teams 
we have the Washington football team going up to New York, taking on the New York football Giants. The Giants are favorites by three. They have the over set at 43.5. This is a pretty low one, but this was that exception I was talking about. I don't think these teams are very good. I don't know if they're going to be, be scoring on each other or is this going to be a crap fest. Uh, I think it's a toss-up game. I, I don't even really want to watch it. I, I just don't like this at all. I don't want to touch this game. Uh, I think it's just, you know, it's a divisional game. Anything can happen. Two crappy teams, anything can happen. Too many variables are going on for me to even sniff this game. So we're just going to move move straight away from them, not even talk about that anymore. Moving on to the 4 o'clock games, we have another New York team, the Jets. You know how I feel about the Jets. They're flying down to Florida to take on the Miami Dolphins. Miami's favorites by 9.5. The over set at 46.5. I like Miami to cover this. It is a big spread, but I, the Jets are terrible. Miami's shown that they can play some football. Uh, Flores has got them rolling. Uh, Fitzmagic absolutely dominated the Niners last week. I like him to dominate again this week. The The Jets coming down into that heat, kind of like what I was talking about uh, just a few minutes ago with Detroit going down there. You know, it's like they're, they're practicing 50-degree weather, and now all of a sudden they're going to have to go down into, you know, playing the 85-degree stadium. Uh, there's a reason that the Patriots have historically had trouble going to Miami. And if the Patriots over these last 20 years had trouble going to Miami – the Jets are absolutely going to have trouble going to Miami. I like the Dolphins to cover. I I do have a good Florida teaser. I'll, I'll reveal that a little bit later. But Miami's definitely part of that. I do like them on to cover. There's the Heat. They're at home. It's the Jets. I'm loving this pick. And the only other game going on at 4 o'clock is the other game that I think could be the game of the weekend. The Pack. Going to Florida, taking on the Bucks. They're actually favorites by a point. I, I don't. For me, this isn't a surprise. The Packers are playing really well. They have. They're healthier. They have just. It looks like they a unit that's been together for longer and, and understand each understands each other. Rodgers is playing at an all time career level for him, and. If you guys haven't checked it out, he was on the Pat McAfee show a few weeks ago and made a comment that I absolutely love. I was never the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan, but after I heard this, instantly became a huge Aaron Rodgers guy. He goes on to say his off years are most people's career years. And I love that. And he's actually playing out of his mind. He's playing unbelievable. I like the pack to cover this. The Heat could be a factor, but I still think the Pack are going to win this game. The over and under is set at 55.5. I'm leaning towards the over. And that is a lot of points, but I think this is going to be a, a very high-scoring affair. And look out for these bucks on this Florida teaser coming up. But I can't wait to watch this game. This and the Steelers game, I'm, I'm the most excited for this weekend. I don't think there's been two games like this all season where we it, they're both must-watch games. I think it'll be very entertaining. I'm rooting for the pack. I think Brady will have a good game. I think Tampa will have a good game. They've, they've had a little extra time to prepare, but I'm liking the Packers. 
I'm liking the Packers. They're they're playing at the top of their class, and you know, definitely gunning for that number one spot in the NFC. Now on Sunday Night Football, we have a great matchup, an NFC West matchup. The Rams, the LA Rams, are going up the state of Cali, going to Levi's, taking on the Niners. They are favorites on the road. Niners are home dogs. Two and a half points is the line. Over-under is at 52. I really like the Rams here. Re pretty much all of the numbers are pointing to the Rams. You know, their offense is better. Their defense is better. They are healthier. Aaron Donald can absolutely ruin games. And, you know, the Niners have been having some trouble protecting their QB. And if you're going up against Aaron Donald, you need to get that stuff figured out very quickly. Or else you're going to be in for a very long Sunday night. Uh... You know, I think we just got this weekend is going to be a great watching weekend. There's a bunch of good games on. You know, you're gonna have we're gonna have entertaining games the whole weekend. I love the Rams here minus two and a half. Uh, the Niners are are having a little bit of trouble establishing themselves this year. Maybe coming off of that Super Bowl hangover, but Rams are playing very well. That def defense can disrupt games. Jalen Ramsey's playing really well again this year, and. I'm liking the Rams to go up in a divisional matchup, cover the spread, win the game. And that is it for the Sunday games. We do have two Monday night football matchups. The first one, start kicking off at 5 Eastern. We have the KC Chiefs without newly acquired running back Le'Veon Bell. Going to Buffalo, taking on the Bills. KC's minus 4.5. This is like a, a a normal short week for Buffalo. You know, going from Tuesday to Monday, I, that's like a Monday to Sunday game. But, and like, like I said before, we have a good team coming off of an embarrassing loss. Usually they bounce back and play well. So I, I kind of like Buffalo to cover here. Although, it is a short week, so the Chiefs could take advantage of that. It's a Monday Night Football matchup. Patrick Mahomes seems to play his best games in primetime. The over is set at 57.5. I am leaning towards the under on this one. That is a lot of points. Leaning towards the under. Kind of leaning towards Buffalo, but I, I think Kansas City can win can win this game by about 10 points. So it will be close. That is, that's going to be the first Monday night matchup. That's going to be a great game to watch. The second one, we have Arizona going to Dallas, taking on the... Newly led Dallas Cowboys. You know, it's Dak getting injured. What what a tragic injury. I, I hope the best for him. I hope his recovery is going very well. I can't wait to see him back on the field. Will he, Will it be in a Cowboys uniform? I'm not so sure. They didn't want to extend him this year. Uh, it's making me think that they're going to want to tag him again next year if he does stay in Dallas. But we'll see what happens. Arizona is playing good football. Pretty much all of the money is being put on Arizona. Dallas opened up at minus three, and it's already moved to plus one. So it's looking like most of the public money is getting on Arizona. I usually don't like going for the public money games, but after you know being a, a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, you you watch, you know you get to watch your your divisional rivals, you know more than the rest of the teams. And watching Andy Dalton all those years. I just don't. I just don't know about him. If Dallas can run the ball and establish the run, and, and 
actually feed Zeke, then they have a, a pretty good chance of winning this game. But Kyler's really explosive. Looks like him and Hopkins are getting along extremely well. Even though all that money's going on Arizona, I still do kind of like them to cover. And I'm leaning towards the under in this game. Both of these teams do score a lot of points. And Dallas has a very hard time stopping people. But I think the circumstance of the game with Dak being injured, you know, maybe Dallas comes a little more juiced up. I like the under to hit here. But I do like Arizona to, to win and to cover by that one point. Okay, those are all of the games coming up for week six in the NFL. We gave you a preview on all of them. Let's move on to everyone's favorite segment, Lock It Down. Lock It Down, we're 10-10 and 10 on the year. We got back up to 500 last week. Let's look to continue the good streaks. We had one bad week that kind of ruined it. I really like these picks. This is maybe one of my favorite weeks to pick them. I think there's a lot of good lines here and a lot of good teams. Uh, but let's jump right into the first game. It was the first one we talked about, Minnesota minus four points against Atlanta. I think this is a great line for Minnesota. I think they can come back after that loss against Seattle and really take it to the Falcons. It, it's a better matchup for Minnesota. Madison looks like a formidable replacement for Dalvin Cook while he's down. I don't think he's going to be a long-term replacement for them, but at least for the short term, he looks good. And Minnesota just has the better roster. So I like Minnesota to win. To cover the four points, I'm, I think it's gonna be like a seven, like a seven, or like a maybe, maybe like a ten point game um, in Minnesota's favor. I think they dominate the ball, and I think they dominate the game. Number two, Tennessee minus three and a half. I love this line. Tennessee's playing really well. I would be concerned about a, a shorter week for them if they didn't have that built-in bye week when the game against the Steelers got postponed. And how fresh that they looked against Buffalo. So I think that carries over into this week. You know, Tannehill is doing exactly what they need him to do. He's not turning the ball over. He's not making mistakes. They know what they are. They know what they do well. They run the ball. They give it to Derrick Henry. Will he stiff arm somebody out of the stadium again? I hope so. Uh, that was just awesome to watch. You know, a guy like that. We we haven't gotten a true big power back in. in you know, it feels like forever in the NFL. And this this guy can also run away from you. So I like Tennessee. Cover in minus three and a half. That's lock it down number two. Number three, New England Patriots minus eight and a half. This is a lar large spread. I usually don't like going more than a touchdown, but I just think Belichick versus a young QB, Cam coming off of a of a almost a bye week. You know, not playing last week and it being a home game for New England, I think that's too much to handle for, for Denver. Uh, the Steelers had a chance to blow them out. I think New England will blow them out. They usually can, can button up, lock things down. And with Cam running the offense, they've had one offensive penalty the entire year. So they don't make a lot of mistakes on offense. I like New England by at least 10 maybe even 14 or 17. I think this is going to be a blowout for New England. I don't think Denver really has what it takes to hang with them. If they can get enough stops, then maybe this spread gets in jeopardy, but I don't think there's a chance that they win this game. Number four, Baltimore, minus nine and a half. I think Baltimore matches up very, very well 
against the Eagles. The Eagles have very hard time protecting Wentz. Baltimore gets after the quarterback. Their run defense is, is solid, and Philly needs to establish the run, You know, especially this year with their wide receivers being injured. Deshaun Jackson is still not back. I think that puts them at even bigger disadvantage. You know, the less weapons that they have, the more Carson Wentz is going to be pressured. On the flip side, you know, Philly's defense is, is also banged up. And their back end specifically is taking a big hit. Lamar can take advantage of that. Baltimore's figured out that they just are a power running team. And they do that almost better than anyone in the anyone in the league. I would say them and Tennessee have kind of maybe maybe even throw Cleveland in there as the best running attacks in the league. They they stick to their identity, but I think this week Lamar can take it over the top. Hollywood Brown maybe have a big game. I might be looking at over his yards. But Baltimore minus nine and a half. Love the pick. That's lock it down number four. And number five, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers minus three and a half over the Brownies. I usually, I've been preaching it for weeks. I usually stay away from Pittsburgh just because uh, I've got bit so many times. But the three and a half points, I, I can't at home against the Browns in October. All the stars are lining up for Pittsburgh. Is this going to be a great game? Yes. Do I think Pittsburgh still wins by a touchdown? Yes. I think this is going to be maybe a higher scoring game. But I it could turn into a blowout if the Steelers can stop can stuff the run and force Baker into some bad throws. But I can't wait to watch that game. Pittsburgh minus three and a half. Lock it down. And those are all of the lock it down picks of the week. Let's give you a recap. Number one, Minnesota minus four. Number two, Tennessee minus three and a half. Number three, New England, minus eight and a half. Number four, we have Baltimore at minus nine and a half. And number five, we have Pittsburgh, minus three and a half. And you can lock it down. Moving on to the Big Gets Guarantee. This game I absolutely love. It's the Sunday night football matchup. The Rams minus two and a half over the Niners. I think the Niners are having some trouble lately finding an identity for themselves. Garoppolo's ankle still bothering him. And it's also just lining up a great matchup for the Rams. I'd like them to go up, dominate the game. They're getting two and a half. And I think that's courtesy of how good the Niners have been in the past couple of years. I just don't think that this year is you know, going the way that they needed to. And I'd like the Rams to cover. I like Andrew Donald to have a big game. I like that Rams offense to be able to move the ball efficiently. And I like the Rams covering that two and a half easily. And that is the big gets guarantee. And I was alluding to it earlier. I'm going to give you one last pick for the road. It's the Florida Heat teaser. Miami, I like teasing them down for a field goal. I want Jacks in there. I want to tease them up to 10. And I want to toss the Bucks in there and tease them up for a touchdown. So that's the Florida Heat teaser for you, the last little pick to wrap up the show. It's been great fun giving you guys these picks for these past couple of weeks. 
I'm having a great time. Lock it down. 10 from 10 and 10. Let's really move ahead. Maybe go 5, five for 5 or 4 for 1. I love the picks this week. This is maybe the most confident I felt in my picks almost all year. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Bets with Big Gets for all of the live tweets for the Sunday night, Thursday night, Monday night games. This is the Gamblers Guild Podcast. I'm your host, Big Gets. Have a great Sunday, everybody. And as always, let's go make some money.